Hi guys, welcome back to the original Judo podcast. We are nearing the end. When we started this show, we talked about making it all the way through to the Olympics. We've maybe not been that consistent, but we're reaching that point. Um, I'm delighted today to have on, um, well, we know the language barrier might be a problem today. We've got two um, Italians coming on the show um, certainly the Italians at the weekend. I've got the Colders, Lee and Reese. How are you doing, guys? Good, thanks. Good, thanks. How are you? Very well, thank you. And then uh, we've got someone else. Who have I missed? Who is it? Oh, it's only Ian Oliver. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, James. Thank you very much. Excellent work. So today we are starting to talk about the big show. Um, there's only one way to start and that is with the heavyweights and I think we're very privileged to have the main man uh, Lee on the phone he's he's with us today to talk about the heavyweights but maybe if you're friends with on Facebook you'll probably know but not a lot of the listeners might know Um, all four of them might be going what but you're you're going out to the Olympics is that right Lee? Yeah, we we leave on the nineteenth to head out there and then come back on the second of August. So it's um, scarily coming closer and closer and closer all the time. What's your role going to be out there? Uh, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the sort of the team manager. There is only there is only one representative for Trinidad and Tobago with judo, and that's Gabby. So. It's a case of just manage. I only really have to manage her and coach her, do bits and pieces with her. Kaelin, we're lucky enough that Kaelin's coming across as a training partner. So he gets the opportunity to come and experience it as well, although it's a different kind of Olympics, as we all know. Even Amazing. more so now that they've announced that um, Tokyo's back in a lockdown again. So It's going to be a strange atmosphere. It's going to be a, a strange Games, but it's still an Olympic Games. It's still an experience. Are you excited? You looking forward to it or not sure yet? I'm, I'm looking forward to it with, with trepidation, if that makes sense. You know, it's, it's the fear of the unknown because you've never done it before, never been there. You know, that that bigger stage, that bigger world, you know, the pinnacle of our career, the pinnacle of our sport, and you, you, I'm getting an opportunity to go and experience it. It's it's just unbelievable. It's a bit of fairy tale, um, a fairy tale sort of ending type of thing, everything right now, you know, as I'm going along. Well, please pass on uh, best luck on to Gabby and we'll have to get her on the show um, after after the games as a little recap, find out how she found the experience. Um, but yeah, please pass on uh, our best. Um, so right back when the podcast started, we had some intro music, we had some outro music. And today, okay, I'm delighted to say that we're going to have some outro music again. Now, the way we're going to decide it is we're going to have a little quiz. But we're recording this ahead of the European final, okay? Ahead of the England-Italy game. Now, two of us are going to sing It's Coming Home, all right? Now, it might be me and uh, Ian, who, you know, true blue English fans, but it might also be Lee or Reese. We've got a little quiz at the end to decide which team is going to be singing It's Coming Home. Um, and I, I, I know who I want it to be. Because I can see the smiles on the faces yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. Lee is Lee. Lee, you could tell Lee is definitely supporting uh, England. Definitely. Oh, 
Before we came on the call, he was raving about the the English pattern no, against the uh, Harry Kane this and Sterling <laughs> that. And... Oh, the diving that you do off that diving board was fantastic. I mean, how you go down so fast to the ground, Harry Kane, Sterling, it's un- unbelievable. I can't believe you've gone and got a Jack Grealish tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> go on, show it to the camera. I might if, if you show it to the camera, I'll put the video up on YouTube. I can't believe that Ian's got a Jack Grealish haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can see so many red and white trainers behind you, Lee. <laughs> right, at some point today, we are going to talk about judo. We are talking about the heavyweights, the big guys in the games. Um, we're going to talk about plus 100s. We're going to talk about plus 78s. Uh, so... Where do we want to start, guys? Do we want to start with the men or we want to start with the women? Start with the women. Awesome. Let's start with the women. Yeah. Decision's been made. So we're looking at plus 78s. So we've got seven, uh, 26 athletes fighting. Um, for me, there's maybe only six names, I think, who are in with a shout of a medal. I think you could perhaps push that um, a little bit more. But for me, there's, there's six big names that stand out. And it'd be good to, to count down who those guys are and then see, see where we're at. So first off, does anyone stand out for you guys as, as good, who's definitely going to be on the podium? Sorry. Sorry. I, would, I would say the, the, the French girl. Um, I think if if they've gone with is it Dico they've gone with? Yeah, they've gone with Dico. I think she's a she's a very very aggressive fighter, um, strong, but as well as that, she's got a bit of uh, athleticism about her as well. So I'd say that Roman uh, Dico for me is one of the one of the shouts. Um, I don't know about the other two. What do you think? What about yourself? You I think the for for a definite for a definite medal it has to be the Japanese Sony. She has to be, you know, um if you if you're asking for that, um definitely her. She's probably one for me a, a stuck on and a sure on that to to get a medal, it'll be about the medals anyway. Okay. And Ian, who about yourself? Who stands out? Who's who's gonna be um, sure run for well, I think I agree with I agree with both Lee uh, and Reese. I think uh, Dicko is um, more uh, agile. Uh, I think she's got probably the better judo. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can write out um, Sonny uh, fighting in a home crowd. But also, I think you, you, you can't write out Ortiz because she didn't have she probably didn't have the best world championships. But she's always there, thereabouts. I think will she be go? Will she go in rank number? Will she go rank to number one? Yeah. So she goes into the event. She's she's world number one, um, and I think she has such a phenomenal record at the mm. kind of championship events. She's got she's got the three Olympic medals already: gold, silver, bronze. You know, she's got eight world medals. You know, there's there's only like one or two of athletes who can compare to that across yeah. the whole sport. It's unbelievable. But I can't, yeah. remember, I can't remember what we were talking about, but somebody says if her wins to ratio, wins to loss ratio is equivalent to Teddy's type of thing when it comes to medals and that. Yeah. She's got more, if not the same as Teddy's got, you know. 
she's got she's got a phenomenal record but since she's not won an event and i think coming into her games that's probably a really uh really important factor she's not won an event since 2019 now i know we've had covid and there's been a lot of events been cancelled but um you know certainly in my mind that's the kind of stat that sounds pretty good Similarly, the, the two other names that um, Lee and Reese have mentioned, Sonne, Dicko, they've not been beaten since 2019. So they're coming in on like really big runs. Um, and again, I think I'd agree with you guys that they're certainly my favourites. For the Who was the, um, I, I tell you, uh, it was the, the, the two Brazilians um, who medaled at the World Championships. Who, who's Who's going? Is it... Altman, yeah. Altman. Okay. Did Altman, did Altman not beat um, Ortiz at the... Yes, mm. yes. And I think Ortiz had beat her so many times. They were talking about it on it. Like, like Ortiz had beaten her five or, or more times. They've met each other 18 times. She's won 17 and Altman had won. I'd only won one. I'd only ever beat her once or something like that. I might be totally wrong with that, but definitely Ortiz had the majority of the wins against her. And then that's what makes me think that Ortiz, not on her way out because she's still there or there about all the time, but like you say, James, she's not one. I mean, she has a phenomenal drop Sodi and a phenomenal drop C and Aggie. She catches, and she must have phenomenal strength when it comes to when she's throwing the girls, you know? But Altman sort of took her apart technically a little bit. Didn't really attack her, just sort of outgripped her and worked her and worked her and worked over her. Type of thing. The Definitely. thing with Ortiz is that we all know what it's like as an event. The Olympics is a one-off. It is like every fight's the final. So mm. with the experience she's got and if she has a day like she's capable of having, that she's more than capable of winning and walking away with that, that medal again. Um, and I, like Obviously, we've seen it before in previous games that You've always got an outsider as well that's got a chance who just has has an unbelievable day and, and anything can happen at the Olympics. It's not like a, 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 a Grand Slam or a, or a World Championships where you're coming up against a nation that's got multiple um, athletes in the weight. So, you know, you look, at, you look at the World Championships, you had two medalists from Japan in there uh, with Sarah and uh, Waka, is it Waka? Tanita, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have the two Brazilians in there as well. You know, you, you, yes, you get, you're getting the very best from each country. Um, but, you know, there's there's one from each country rather than, you know, a, a handful. I mean, we're and talking about each other. Yeah, we, we're talking about Ortizo like she's an underdog. She's world ranked number one. She's coming into the games... Um, arguably is the, the bookies favourite. I know if we, you know judo, you're probably looking, mm. yeah, at Sonne. You may be looking at Dicko. But I She'll think have a favourable draw, won't she? She'll have a favourable yeah. draw to get to the latter rounds. Uh, and, and that's where, you, you know, that's where she, where, where, where she needs to get to. Definitely. James, who, who are the other names that you had thought about? Because obviously you said six and by the sounds of it, we might have mentioned four. So we've 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 got we've got three on that list. So the world number two, one caught me a bit by surprise was uh, Azerbaijani girl Kinzerska. She used to fight for. Was that the girl that fought for Ukraine before? Wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. So she's got double masters silver. She's European bronze medal. So she's not someone who, um, 
is, is winning tournaments. Yeah. She's been beaten relatively consistently by those three names, by the Brazilian, um, by a couple of others, but she's always in the medals. It's rare that she's not in a medal fight. And um, she's still number three, number three. Mm-hmm. She's still number three in the world. So yeah. although change she's consistently beat by these girls and that, she's still up there. She's still up in a bit of the, the points thing. She fights a lot. And I think more than some of the other guys, she's got um she's gonna have a level of match practice coming yeah. into it. For what that's worth over this last year. She fights really regularly, whether the likes of Sonne, who's maybe only fought five times since 2019. You know, COVID's not helped that. Um, Dicko had a long time off with injury. Um, Ortiz, the same. She's fought, but not a huge amount. Whereas Kinzerska's big- been at everything. The biggest thing it comes down to is draw on every single... Pro- I mean, we saw ourselves when we done the when we done the, the fantasy league thing and had a look at that. <laughs> Everybody was pretty sure that I've got a stick on, that's a stick on, and then that upset happens and the Japanese are out in an early stage and everybody's like, oh, I've lost points already, you know? So it's all about that draw. It's all about who you get drawn with, where you get drawn, and how Definitely. you get through on your side as well. Yeah. So the uh, the, the other names I was going to say, sorry, Lee, cutting you off. You've got the, the Turkish Turkish woman, Sayit. Um Again, relatively yeah. consistent European level. Um She's got two Olympics underneath her. Seventh of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the Israeli, like Hershko, who hasn't got a huge amount of results, but this year she's won a Grand Slam. She won Antalya. So again, she's coming in in form. Um, is, that the, is that the shorter sort of Israeli girl that, um, again, mad drops you and stuff? Yes. Um, yeah. You I'll know. I'll tell you what I throw in the mix. an outsider. An outsider. This is a Cameroon girl, Mbala. Mm, that's that's a name not on my list, Mbala. I've not seen Mbala fight. I saw her fight a couple of times, and um, maybe not the most technically best in the world, but fight she can fight. Yeah, she likes she likes to throw the she likes to throw the hands, and she likes to get the grip on and pull people about, you know. But just as an outsider, if I was going to put an outside, if I was a gambling man, which I'm not, but as an outside bet for a spare pound or something like that, then that would be an outsider for me. Just, I think she could cause a couple of wee upsets. In fact, I think she she did no bit. What, what was it? There was a tournament not that long when she'd done. She came on since there. She'd done no well. She won her first fight and then from there she sort of done a bit better and done a bit better. Um, she, so I, I would go her and just for the an outside bet. She's got that aggression that sort of Deco's got as well, where she's she just wants to fight and she. It's not even like you said. It's not technical, but it's a it's a fight and it's. I'm going to win at all costs type thing. And uh, she looks, again, really physically very strong as well. Yeah. Where did all the Chinese, did all the Chinese uh, plus 78 fighters go? Well, that was my last name on the list, Zhu. So is Tbilisi Grand Slam winner. She's the Asian champion. She's coming into the event ranked number 11. Um, she's had a couple of good results this year, but she's not, significantly, she's not went on. You know, she's not that calibre. She's a big tall girl. I thought this was the shorter one of the two Chinese. I might have got that wrong. I'd have to... You've you've, you've, you've called me on that, Lee. I thought it was the shorter one, but I might be wrong. It is the shorter one. You're right. You know the one I'm talking about? There's a really, really tall one. Mm. Actually, it might have been a Korean, actually. But, um, 
but it looks like she has a shorter one. But no, again, she's again coming in in form. She's got like a, a couple of wins this year. She's got she lost to Hershko in the the, the Antalya Grand Slam final. So, but again, she's there about the medals, and I think you, the Chinese kind of Olympic world record. She's she's gonna put herself in that fight. You know, she's gonna be around that top four. Um, do we think? Any of those names or anyone else has got enough to threaten those that big three, four, five, Ortiz, Sonny, Dicko, maybe Altamon, maybe Kinzerska. Russian? The Belarusian. Is it Belarusian? Okay. Is that Slutskaya? Yeah. Mm. You know what's it, interesting? There's no, there's no Russian qualified. Is that right? No, there's no, well, there's no Russian in there. Uh, the girl who normally fights for Russia is the girl that Chibisova um, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that through the first phase of COVID and that she uh, she fell pregnant mm-hmm. and then has uh, finished judo and she's finished judo because uh, she's pregnant so I think I think that's why they've probably not had another Russian sort of fight in that level because that Chibisova was again quite a tall athletic overs fighter that was really strong and um, yeah, I'm pretty sure she fell pregnant during uh, the lockdown. Russian, and stuff, so. Is there no Russian that won Georgia or Turkey? The one that beat Gabby first round? No, that, no, that was Israeli. That was yeah, Israeli that Hershko. James just talked about. Mm. Hershko beat Gabby. Well, that, that's another one for you then. That, that's definitely one I throw because that's one of the things that when, when Gabby come back, she was like, that, that girl is so strong, it's unbelievable. Called oh, really? Gabby, yeah, just picked her up and just swept her legs out with a sassai beautifully underneath her. So oh, she's man. one as well. She's one that could cause an upset and take one mm-hmm. of the... It's all about well, that's taking that one of the early, one of the big ones out early on. It's like a cup game, like Celtic Rangers or Man United, Man City. They're always going to knock each other out, yeah? And that's what you want to make it more interesting. If we had to call it, and then we'll go around in order, we'll, we'll start with Lee. We'll go around on my camera. Lee, Ian, Emery, what are your... Where are the medals going? Lee, we'll start with you. Gabriella Gold. Um Ah, I've got. Um, I think Ortiz. I think Sony, definitely. I think Dicko. Good shout. Probably it, Altman, Altman, and Ortiz, depending on the draw. If I was it, to pick four players, that I'd be looking for. Is that your order? Ortiz one, Sony two, Dicko three, oh, Altman no, four. No, no. I put Sony first. Okay. Then I put Ortiz. And then Altman and Dicko after that. You How about you, me. Ian? Uh, <laughs> Definitely going to come back to this. I'm going Sonny, Dicko, Ortiz, and then is it Altman, the Brazilian? Yeah. Well, the person who will get my biggest cheer will be Sarah. Because I think uh, you know, for for her to meet to make an Olympic Games, I think with um, how long she's been in in the sport and battling away, um, you know, that's who I'll be rooting for definitely in that weight category. So good to see her fighting at that no, stage. I love that. That's a great shout, and uh, you mm. beat me getting to it. I was going to throw that in at the end, but I think uh, mm. definitely get out there. Sarah Adlington uh, recently announced that she's qualified for the Olympics. Um, Absolutely phenomenal result. And yeah, I think everybody will be obviously rooting for the whole British team. But yeah, yeah. Uh, all those guys who've, who've worked with her, Noah, definitely rooting for Sarah. So good luck, Sarah. 
All right, then, Reese. On to you. You gonna you gonna throw a different name in the mix, or is it that same for? I'm going Sonny, Dico, Ortiz, and I'm going with the Belarusian, Sloskaya. Good shout. It's a good shout, and I'm and I'm just gonna I'm gonna change it up. I think the pressure's gonna get to Sonny fighting at home. Dico's gonna win the final. Um, Dico's gonna win the final. You're going to have two heavyweight champions. See, I'm calling my men's result already. Two French heavyweight champions, Dicko and Teddy. Um, Sonny will get Such the silver. Such a fanboy. <laughs> He's my hero. Um, and then I think the bronzes will probably be surprises. I think Ortiz is probably, this will be one Olympics too far for her. So I reckon you'll have the Chinese girl, um, and I think the Israeli. So Zhu and Hirsch go. So a little bit different to you guys, but that's because I'm brave. You know, I'm not scared yeah. to, to call it how yeah, I say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone has to. Um, amazing. So let's let's move on. Let's have a look at the plus 100s. Now, again, for me, I think this is, you know, there's potentially 10 names. Um, we talked about six or seven there for the women's, but I think in the men's, we've maybe got 10 names that we can we can throw out there. From Bashev at number one, I don't think there is anybody all the way through that top 10, which finishes with Rinna, um, who isn't capable of winning uh, an Olympic medal. So if we come to Ian first this time, yeah, what, what are the names that stand out for you? Right. Um, well, I I always thought that it was going to be uh, Tassioff that was going to go. Mm. For some reason, I just had it in my head that he he was going to go. Um, uh, wasn't surprised that it was you know Ubashir, but I just thought that the just at his performances. Um, but it must be a, it must be a tactical thing. I don't, it must be a tactical thing that they're looking at at um, who was going to be. Um, uh, Hawasawa and uh, Reina. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think Rafael Silva will be able to do it. Um, I think the Georgians are they going with uh, Guram? Yeah, they've gone with uh, yeah. yeah. Tushishvili you as never, opposed you can, to the younger one. Yeah, you can never write him off. You can never write him off because he has got everything going for him to be you know super athlete, good at throwing, strong. Uh, I know he's not had the probably the best. 18 months, um, but you, you can never write him off. And then is, is Hank going instead of Roy? Yeah, Hank got the selection. Yeah, and, and he, well, to me, he is um, crafty, uh, a veteran, and um, strong as hell. So, um, yeah, again, and, I, see, I see him getting in and around. And he knows how to win an Olympic medal. He's got uh, two at the lighter weight, you know, mm. um, experienced on the big stage yeah and then everyone says it Teddy isn't it it's um, no one's seen him for, for a bit and by all accounts is is in really good shape um, but will you know not being in a, in a competition or fighting a competition will, will that you know play its part in him let's come to Reese now where do you see where do you see the medals going who stands out for you it's hard to look past Teddy, I think. 
um, first and foremost. Um, I understand he's not been he's not been in the form that we we've, we've seen of him obviously the last little while, and I think that's been a big wake up call to him. I think like Ian says, he looks in better shape now. Um, even the videos he's posting with his training, he looks to be moving a lot, a lot better than he had been before. Um, so I, I definitely think Teddy, um, again, the the Russian, the Russian call with Bashev as well. It was one of those ones that you look at and it, it, it's a difficult one to pick. And it seems to be with the Russian team. I was going to ask this later, but. With the Russian team, there's been a few big calls through different weights that they've taken, for example, the 60-kilo boy. We've not taken Abladze, who's just won the Worlds, and taken the Robert... I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but... Meshivaladze. Yeah, so there's been big calls from the Russians through a few of the weights, so I think that um, we're going with Bashev. I wasn't too surprised with that. Um, Again, like you said, the Henk, Henk can just... He knows how to win. Um, he knows how to grip, he knows how to be horrible and pull out a medal. Uh, we've not stopped, spoke about Lucas Karpalik yet. I think, again, can just be horrible enough that he can he can come up with the medals. Um, so I think that, again, it's very exciting to, to have so many names that you can throw in a discussion that are going to be around those medals and are going to be, are going to be pushing for them. Um, but I just, for me, I think Teddy, Teddy, Teddy wins this time. Well, this the I, I, you know the hundreds is one of the few weights where you've got multiple kind of world champions competing at the same time. You've got uh, three of the plus one hundred world champions: um, Kapalik, Tushishvili, Rinna, and they're all going to come face to face. What about yourself, Lee? Where do you think? Where do you? Who stands out for you? For me, it's, it's really hard to pick. Um, for a while there, I thought that heavyweight judo was changing completely and going away from like the barrel chested 160, 170 kilo guys, 150 plus kilo guys coming back to Kapalik, who was like lightning when he when he was winning, you know, and then oh, uh, Sasson was brilliant as well. He's catching everybody with dropsy and aggies. And now it seems to be a new breed and a new generation that started to come through with Bashaev leading the leading the charge. And that was the same as Ian. I thought I didn't think Bashaev were gone, especially seeing um, the other Russian didn't fight the worlds. I thought that was the reason why Bashaev mm. was there. You know, and I, that's that's why I generally thought I thought he's not there because he's got the Olympics then and Bashaev's got a chance at the World Championships. But I mean everybody's right. I mean, if you if you're if you're putting money on it again, you can't see past ready. Eh, past Teddy, sorry. Don't know where Reddy is, but... Eh. <laughs> um, I think this is a step too far for Teddy, maybe. That depends. It's all about the Teddy, what Teddy t- turns up. The best I ever saw Teddy, for me personally, was when he was training with Darcel and things like that. He's, he had a, like a sumigage type of thing, as well as his Uchimata, as well as his also He had different variations in that, and he seems to have went back to standard two or three throws and not really doing anything more than that, you know. And I don't know, we, we knew he looked a bit heavier when he last fought, but I just don't know if Teddy's going to win it. I'm not saying he's not going to medal. I really believe he's going to medal. And my and, I, and I'm the same as you. I'm a fanboy. I love him. I think he's fantastic. You know, I mean, he's the guy, and he's got such an aura and a presence in the back 
like it's probably because all the cameras are following him all over the place as well. But he has, he's got, he comes in and everybody sort of moves out the road to give him space. He's he's massive. I mean, he he is the big man. You know, he walks through and you just he gives everybody the big man nod. All right, and then <laughs> like that, you know. But I can't. I, I like Bashev. I like Bashev. Watching Bashev fight, I know when he's fighting, there's a fight. It's not a, a um, it's not a typical heavyweight fight where two guys are just. It's all about power, all about strength. His movement and his drop in, he always gets Clever. a play towards him. You know, I mean, it's one of the the first thing I would say any player fighting him is don't go towards him, pull him to you, don't go towards him because as soon as you go towards him one step, he's away and underneath you before you even not, and he's got no fear of dropping underneath the big guys either, no fear. And then you've always got to you've always got to worry about the Japanese because they've always got the judo that can catch anybody at any time. But again. <laughs> I mean, you're right through the through the whole top ten. Hank Grohl in for a shout. Silver, a little bit old school judo guy for me, big heavyweight guy. But you know what? If he gets his body moving right and he's working right, then that'll work for him as well against the lighter weight guys. If he can catch and move them. Chushis Vila as well, lighter weight guy, lighter heavyweight as heavyweights go. But again, some fantastic judo, great grapplers and that. We know the whole Georgians are all great grapplers. So Kapalik, lighter weight as well. You know, you look through and for me, it's actually. It's more difficult for me to put my, my hat on one player and say, oh, definitely, definitely. And even though it's Teddy for me, even though it's always going to be Teddy for me, and I'm going to say Teddy for the gold, that's what I'm going to say, because that's what I always do. But in the back of my mind, there's a wee niggle and a wee doubt. It's all about who turns up on that day. And again, it's very much because Teddy's not seeded. <laughs> Teddy's not seeded. That's, that's a big part of it. He doesn't get that protection in that first round. He doesn't get that... that what's classed as an easier fight even though there's no easy fights but he's not seeded so does he end up against one of the number ones or number twos or number threes does he maybe take one out early on we don't we don't know until we see that draw well it was a trick question and uh, Lee you're the only one who got the answer right Teddy's obviously the winner um, <laughs> <laughs> recent Ian what bullshit were you coming out with Teddy wins this at a canter no one else comes close. The rest are just fighting for second place. That's what can I'm going to say, and I'm going to stand by it. Can we rewind? Can we rewind what I said? And I said you cannot. I can't see past Teddy. I mean, it's that too late. It's too late. He was pretty much the last person you mentioned. You went through all the other ten. So unfortunately, I said him first. I said him first. Unfortunately. I Lee, still um, jump on this fanboy page, man, of Teddy, you know. He's got bedsheets with Teddy Rayner on him. That's what he's got. That's <laughs> how much he's invested in him. That's how much he's invested in him. You talked about Eliadis and Ortiz feeling the pressure and maybe uh, there's more pressure on Teddy than anybody. There's more, for me, I think there's more pressure on Teddy. The third Olympics um, and going out on that high. Because this, this could be the end of him. That could be him finished after this. You know, if he walks away with that gold medal, he's, he's succeeded in what he's what he's done. He's, he's made, probably made, a, we know he's made a ton of cash. We know he's not a stupid businessman. He's made business deals in, in France that we've heard of. But I think, I still think Teddy will win it. Aside, aside from Teddy, like, do we think the Japanese off the back of the last world championships... And now looking at their selection, going, oh, we've made a mistake. 
the guy that beat Teddy, the guy is Teddy now Yoda. world champion, yeah. is not going to Olympic Games. Yeah. <laughs> Great decision. So was that a mistake then? The guy who's going to the Olympic Games should have, should have fought the Worlds? I mean, I would argue he should have been there. Yeah, definitely. Why, why was Teddy the same way? Why was Teddy not the Worlds? That's that's another question. I mean, surely a run out for Teddy, even at the world. I mean, we call it a run out, which is fine. Yeah, the James would invited him around for some tea. That's where he was. <laughs> Teddy doesn't. Teddy doesn't need a run out. Have you? Oh, yeah, he, were you convinced? This last competition, were you really convinced by his performance? What was his last event? Is it? Um, he's fought since losing to um, Kagura, hasn't he? Yeah, and then he got beat. He fought in the team tournament in France and got yeah. beat in the team tournament. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, look, I... This, this, this reality no, just no, 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 no. Look, you can't look past Teddy, yeah? Teddy is the man. He doesn't lose. He's lost two in a row. That's enough of a wake-up call for him to go, oh, I've got to do something now. Uh, uh-huh. I stand up here, right, and say that I watched a video on Teddy losing at the team. But bronze at the Paris Grand Slam was his... Um, mm. Uh, it was his uh, last tournament. Uh, and then in the uh, Canadian Grand Prix, uh, was he, he got silver. The Canadian Grand Prix? Oh, no, sorry. He won Canada. I'm sure he won Canada. You sure? Anyway, he lost the, He lost Lushido's to a guy. Yeah. And he got Shido do it. The guy blatantly pushed him out the area, and he got Shido for stepping out when the guy blatantly pushed. So I was like, even I was watching that going, nah, that's that's not right. You know, that's not that's not how it's supposed to be. But that's the rules of the game now, unfortunately. And people are more and more people are playing that rules now as well. You know. No, he went out of the Paris Grand Summit even medal. Yeah, he lost it. He lost early to Kaguna, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Second round or something, he didn't even medal it. They won, so, they won the uh, Canadian Grand Prix. Yeah. Won the Doha he won the Doha Masters back in January. He won um, 21. He got first there. He won the Brazilian Grand Slam in October 2019. Before that, Montreal, he got first place. And he won the Worlds back in 2017. That's his four latest results. So, Ian, mm-hmm. what... Obviously, you're saying, oh, like, the boys can't see it because they're fanboying. So, why, why not, Terry? <laughs> Um, I, I, I can say um, I don't think that he's he's had that he's not you, you want to come in don't you want a bit of momentum and I think that the we've just talked about in the plus 78s about momentum you know going into an Olympic Games and I think that you've got some players that have got good momentum going into those Olympic Games such as Basiev Grohl um I just, I just think that competition and mat time is 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 important, and I think that I think that he will struggle against some of the 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 the, the, the smaller, more difficult players such as Bashev. I know he's, I know he's beaten Bashev, but I think that's but every a player one that of these. Every one of these players he's beaten the last time he's fought them. Do you know what I mean? I think like that's it, no matter no matter what momentum you have, that's always going to be. He's not lost to anyone there. He's not lost to anyone there. There's no one in the games who's beating him. I agree with you. you you, you We would have had a player, personally, I would have had the player, if he's my player, he would have fought before the the Olympics. Uh, Whether it be the Worlds or something else, 
or, or whatever that we could have fitted in, Georgia or Turkey or something like that, you would have fought there just to give them a run out and a blow the cobwebs off, let's see where you are and so let's reset and readjust again. So I agree with Ian that I would have had them running out. Um, I think Bashayev's a different player now to what he was when Teddy fought him last time. I don't know when that was, to be fair. But watching Bashayev now, he's given everybody a fight. He's not scared of anybody. Mm. You know, he, there's no name that's the sort of fear that he fears. He's in about them. How many times have we had this over Teddy's reign where yeah. someone has been the next person to challenge him and he's beat them? Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And he, like, the, the only person that's beat him is Kagura and Japan haven't sent him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because although Kagura, again, Kagura that day in Paris beat Teddy and I'm sure he lost after that. He didn't win Paris that year. Mm-hmm. Although he's world champion now and I understand that and obviously the selection was made before the Worlds, but the the whole, psych, psychologically as well, they all know they've lost to Teddy. And it's, it's always going to be there and he's a man to beat and if you've already lost him, there's something there in your head. I think. And Even that, it, might be, it might be that it might be that because we haven't seen him on the uh, you know on the circuit or doing anything. And I, I, I'm only going back to when I last saw him saw him fight, and I just felt that he was he was off the pace a little bit. And I don't I don't I, I don't know what I could put that down to. It could have been his fitness. It could have been his weight. It could have been that he's you know he's not had he's not competed in that competition environment. But he he just I always feel that he, he he's a he's a better fighter when he's when he's consistently fighting rather than um, you know one off. And I know this is probably his last competition that he's going to fight. But nah, we know he's got, we, he's got four more years. He's going to Paris. <laughs> three more years, even Paris three definitely. more years in Paris. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with you as well. Sorry, Lee. Um, I think yeah, there's a mythology around Teddy. Like, and I, I know uh, I'm a big Teddy fanboy, but people remember him as this dynamic thrower and this guy who was tearing up the heavyweight division. He has never been that. Your man is a tactical gripper. Oh, he can throw. Yeah. But he would prefer to win every single contest on Shido's. Yeah. Because he can dominate you. He can control the fight and he doesn't have to take those risks. And that's how he'll win the fight. Yeah. I don't think he's particularly good at chasing a fight if he goes behind. You know, for, for a guy who's 10-time world champion, yeah, he's not particularly good at that. No, that, I mean, that's massively ridiculous. He's exceptional, but he's, a, he's not a dynamic thrower. He can be dynamic if he needs to be. But the vast majority of the time, and since he's come back from his exile, he's not needed to be. It's been fine for him to just go sleeve, lapel, Footwork, move, move, grip the guy up, make him drop, push him out. That's been. But do, do, but do you think that that's how the 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 fights are being ref now, or do you think that they're being ref slightly different now, where they're looking for uh, a, a more attacking player um, and and a, and a you know who's looking to throw rather than be defensive and 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 you know, grip someone. If we look back to this last Olympic cycle, um, and then we'll come to you in a second. Sorry, Reese. If we look back to this last Olympic cycle, the man's lost one fight and he didn't lose it by being shidoed out the fight. Don't get me wrong. He always eats shidos and he has been shidoed. Yeah. But he's won every single match bar one or two, if you count the French team match. Yeah. By just doing his judo. His judo fits these new rules. 
regardless. Sorry, Reese, I interrupted you. And I you. think, like, like you said, he he's become such a such a dominant gripper, and he controls people to the point where they can't really attack him. They can't really do mm. enough to to look busy enough that they that they're going to pick up the shadows against them as well. So he, when it comes to that crunch time, for example, when he goes a shadow each and he knows that he has to, he dominates again, he just looks busy enough to win. And the time he did lose, for example, with Kagura, he tried to do dynamic judo. He tried to do a big Uchimata, do what is, again, changing that plan. And it's his mistake that's got him caught. Mm-hmm. And I think that when he goes back to just ripping the grips off, dominate, looking busy and controlling someone, he wins most fights, hands down. Definitely. I think, uh, I, I think that the dynamic younger fighter now, he's, I mean, don't get me wrong, when he gets his hands on you, his hands are on you. But if you look at the fight between Grohl and um, Roy Mayer there, that was a that was a punch up. That was that was more a punch. That was more personal than it was actually. Or it looked, I'd not say it was, but it looked more personal because obviously the person who won that fight was going to the Olympic Games. That's what that came down to. So there was so much personal and emotion in that. It was unbelievable. But I don't. The only thing that makes me think that Teddy will win is some of the videos he's been posting online just now, where he's benching, where he's movement, the work he's been doing. His TikTok uh, videos. You know his TikTok videos. (laughs) You've been in them, so you know about them. Savage love. (laughs) James, James' videos are TikToks for him. James is in the background (laughs) directing the camera. Cameraman, cameraman. But, but some of his videographer, his movement stuff on that is phenomenal. But so it is, it's all about that draw because he's not seeded now. It's who he gets put up against or who he comes up against early on. That can he's beat them all. It doesn't matter who he comes up against, he's beat them all. Yeah. And then we talked about in the heavyweights that um, Ortiz had beaten that Altman 17 times and lost one and one, and she'd won once. Then she changed it, she won again. So it changes the worm turns round. So there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee in anything. That's, that's what's phenomenal about judo. As much as we sit here and go, I think he'll medal, he'll medal, he'll medal, or she, she, she'll medal. We know that there's no there's no spread better where you can go. There's a stick on. <laughs> and definitely him. The the most obvious one is Teddy because he's track record. But I agree with Ian that if I hadn't seen the videos, I'd be more worried about him. But I agree with Ian that I would have had him fighting before now. And run out this year. I think there's a, I, I think there's a more obvious more obvious sure bet than Teddy. I think there's two more obvious sure bets than Teddy at this games. Seventy threes and, and sixty threes. Sixty threes and seventy threes. Clarice and Ono. Oh yeah. But but we're not talking about them, we're talking about the big boys. I watched the world championships at seventy threes and I thought to myself, no one comes close. There's a gap. No one comes there? close. There's a gap. Definitely. Definitely. But that's a topic for another day. That's yeah. a topic for another day. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to mute your microphone if you start talking about uh, 73s and 63s. <laughs> no one's interested in them weights anyway. <laughs> um, the, only person, the only person I do see that will potentially could beat Teddy is, I don't, I don't see how a sour beating him. I don't. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's a match for him. The only person, and you might... Is Bashev or Gurum? That's probably the only two I see. I don't, I, 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 
Again, you're wrong. This is my podcast. There are right yeah, and wrong answers podcast, on this. There I'm are right and is, wrong answers. If you said to us it was a fanboy podcast about <laughs> Teddy Reiner, I would have, I would have got the script and I'd gone, yes. But you said you wanted to have a bit of debate about it, so I'm bringing some debate about it because you've you've come with the wrong answers. The right answer <laughs> is Kapalik, the reigning under hundred kilo Olympic champion, um, left-handed. Oh. No. Yeah, he's having a bit of a poor run at the minute, no. but he's the man to beat Teddy. And I'm going no. out there on the limb, yeah? I said Teddy was going to win, but I was lying. I was tricking you all. Kapalik wins, Teddy Silver, the rest of them in a different field. Kapalik, Kapalik had his chance the first he time. Did, he, Reece, he did, Reese. He did. The and first he didn't time take they fought it. each other, Kapalik had his chance. Teddy went away from that fight and he came back and he battered Kapalik. He took Kapalik apart the next time they fought. It was ridiculous. It was like a man fighting a boy. Lee, well, you're a man of reason. Lee, got... Lee, you're a man of reason. Tell these fools what Kapalik's going to do. He's going to get bronze. He's going to get bronze. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think Kapalik will get bronze. As much as I quite like it, I like his judo and I like his movement, but I don't think he will get bronze. I was just looking to see what, what um, Tushishvili's um, last results were. And he got a bronze in the, senior, uh, the Europeans... Back in April and in February, he got a bronze in Tel Aviv, and he got a bronze back in the uh, seniors back in November last year, and he won the Dusseldorf Grand Slam. Before that's his latest results all the way back. But I don't know about. I think the only person that I see that could maybe give him a fight is Bashev. I don't know why, and I'm not saying that that he could beat him. And Bashev's his last four results are in February, April, May, June. So that consistency running up to it has been. He, he's last, he won the world, second silver at the Worlds, um, gold at Kazan, gold at Antalya, silver at Tel Aviv, you know, and that's only his last four. So for me, he's 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 grown and grown and grown. And like Ian says, Teddy's beat Bashayev, to be fair. But again, Bashayev's a different player now to what he was back then as well. So same as you're talking about what Teddy did to Karpalik, Bashayev might be looking that way as well. Yeah, and I agree with I agree with you as well, James. That I think that if Teddy comes in as a right Teddy, gets his hands on, everything's fine. So it comes down to refereeing, it comes down to everything, how it works with refs. Lee, I, I, still expect, think, I still I think Teddy. I expect more from you. I expect Teddy's still my man. Still my man. I have just read that Teddy Teddy's dropped about thirty kilos. <laughs> it's fighting unders. <laughs> He's got 30 kilos in his bench. His bench is like 180 kilos in a pair of sliders. The guy's an animal right now. The guy's Putting you on the spot then. Putting you guys on the spot. And we will go. We'll start with Ian this time. Give me the medals. One, two, three, four. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We shit the bed. Reiner, Bashiev, Grohl, Hawasawa. Reese, hit me. Reiner, um, two face gets there. They're all two face gets there. Reiner, Bashiev. And I'm going for an outsider with Camel. Ooh, good shout. 
And Lee, go on then. Right, I'm going to really upset the capo cut there. I'm going bash it for gold. You were the only one who was saying Rinna was going to win. What's going it's on my, here? It's basically it's my ridiculous. debate, James. My debate has changed someone's mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to throw the cat amongst the pigeons. I'm the one that does the fantasy league and actually doesn't vote in the fantasy league. I don't want to be Match AF gold. Um, oh. You're not going to get Rinna in the final, are you? You're not going to put him in the final. Harasawa. <gasps> Grohl and Tushbele. Whoa! It's not, it's not even meddling. It's not even meddling. He's going to be winning it to not even meddling. What? That's <laughs> the biggest you turn I've ever heard. <laughs> that is a big one. I just thought, I'm not remember that tomorrow anyway, so I'm not ma- I'll be back on the Teddy bandwagon tomorrow. <laughs> I think, I, I genuinely think Rinna's going to win it and I think he's going to breathe beat Harasawa in a heartbreaking final. And I'd love, I'd actually love Harasawa to win it in front of his home crowd because he seems to have been like the runner-up for this kind of generation. He's got silver at the Worlds, at the Games, always a little bit short. And then I think you can't look past, yeah, Kapalik. Um, He'll have just enough. And the fourth one, I'm not sure. Um... I might go. I might go silver. Again, it's been so consistent over such a long period of time. We not really talked about him today. Old school heavyweight, big guy, strong, understands his own judo. I can't see some of the smaller guys. I can't see Grohl beating him. Um, I can't see Sasson beating him. I can't see the Korean beating him. Just big, strong guy, bronze. That's mine. Yeah, Rina Harasaka Palace. This is why you this is this is why you don't get the nod. This is why you don't get the nod. <laughs> yeah, you, you that is the worst. That is the worst. That is just the worst. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why Teddy's not gonna medal this year. Go on. Teddy, Teddy's not gonna medal this year, then he's gonna disappear for a year. And then he's gonna come back in two years and he's gonna take the circuit by storm and he's gonna win his final gold medal at Paris in twenty. It's not a Rocky Balboa film, Lee. <laughs> Tell you. Tell you. Hey. You're not thinking it now. You're not thinking it now. You're not thinking big man's got a shout. <laughs> Look, I think he wins this and then he wins Paris as well. You know, it's a like four gold medals from what five games, never been an athlete like him. You know. Um He's he's got the skills. He's in the category to go past Namura, to go you know past Tamura as well. Tani, Tani, Tamura, whichever. Tani, Tani. The question is: Does Rainer fight till twenty twenty four, or does he know? It's three yeah. years away. I don't. It's not. Yeah. It's not long now. Like if it was a full Olympic cycle, you maybe go. That's that's pushing it. But I, I think you go three years. It's. In the way he's done this one, he can maybe manage it. Has a year off, comes How back, does he? a little bit. How old is he? It's still only late twenties, I think. There is one guarantee that Hank Grohl will still be going. Thirty-two, <laughs> 32 years. So what? Thirty-five. Thirty-five by France, by oh, Paris. That's yeah, still doable. That is. Mm. So. I mean, 
if he wins, if he wins Tokyo, do you, does he become the greatest judo player of all time? How many did Tani get? Did she end up with? Tani got five medals, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, she won ten world championships, though, did she? Yeah, that's what uh, I was going to say. You got to take that into account as well for me. But the pinnacle of our sport is the Olympics, isn't it? Like I take, I get that. Namura won it three times and only fought three. He's a perfect Olympian. Yeah. So who's who's your number one at the minute then? Of all time. Mm. Of all time. Namura. Namura. Perfect Olympian. And he, he was fantastic. Phenomenal player. Who's that? Yamashita. Yamashita. What, 267 fights unbeaten in a row? I don't know how Teddy, I don't know how many Teddy went. But something like 267 fights unbeaten. Nine times all Japan. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I mean, if, you, if you're talking about the greatest judo player, you can't just go on like Olympic goals and you have to go on everything across the board. And it has to be Teddy. Even though he's not going to medal this year. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. We're coming to the end. So we're going to run a little quiz. Okay. Um, And I will... I'll ask the Scots... Sorry. the, The losers are going to sing It's Coming Home. So you're representing England, Ian, and Liam Reese. Sorry, Mum. Sorry, Dad. You guys uh, representing uh, the Italian-Scotland, the Italian-Scottish link. So, um, Liam Reese, who are Italy's last two Olympic medalists in judo? I didn't hear that question. Who are Italy's last two judo Olympic medalists? Was it Basile? Basile. And is it Quinta Valley? We're having a discussion here. We're running out. It's not an answer. Yeah, we're discussing. I know Quinta. No, I was asking my dad if that's what he thought it was. Okay, okay, go, 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 Quinta Valley is definitely a medalist. Shushi's Beijing. So I don't know if they had one in 2012. I'm going to have to push, yeah. Just Gary when you need them. And that's your time, guys. What are you going with? What do you mean? Where's the time? Nobody mentioned the clock. <laughs> what are you thinking? Dad, I'd lock it in. Is that what you're going with? I've gone. Quinta Valley and Fabio, yeah. No, they got 52 kilo medal, silver medal at the last games. Adet Gafrida? Oh, yeah. Gafrida, yeah. Gafrida, yeah. Okay. So that's uh, the first of the penalties missed. Ian, your question. What was the score in the England-Denmark game last night? <laughs> uh, England 2. Denmark one. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. That's one nil to the English. That's one nil. Okay, no, no, no. I'm asking. I'm asking Ian questions about England. I'm asking you guys questions about Italy. Okay, so what? What are the eight? 
weights the Italians have qualified for 2021 Olympics? <laughs> what are He's the eight weights? He's on his phone. I can see it in his glasses. <laughs> but okay. 10 seconds. Actually, 10 seconds clacker. Do not take these answers. 10 seconds clacker. 5, 4, 3. We've got Basili's past. You've got the Lombardo qualified. 60 sixes. Lombardo's. You'll have. Yeah. um, I'm trying to work out if one of the two brothers is qualified at 73s or 81s. Parlati will be 81s. I reckon. Is a boy qualified at something for these? Where's the girls? Because they've not got a couple ah, of See, I'm struggling now. I'm going to say, what, what have we got so far? What have we given you so far? You've, you've definitely given me 81s and 66s. Nothing. Yeah. 57s. We're just going through all the eight. We're just all going for the weight categories, James, until you nod your head. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> 63s. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. reading off his phone now, yeah? I'm not. Look, look, look. I've got my iPad. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Honestly, I'm not. Oh, actually, I could. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, guys. That's your time. You. That is your Thank time. You. Thank you. Thank you. 48s, 52s, 63s, 70. You said 57s. That's not the right answer. And on the men's, 66, 73s, 81s, and 90. Okay, so Ian. Ian, back to you. Okay. What is the capital of England? Oh, hang on. Oh, my God. Ian. Time's up. Is it? Is it London? London, right there. Is the right answer. Okay. Uh, we'll do. We'll do five. We'll do five questions. Yeah, but like a penalty shootout. We'll do like a penalty shootout. So, uh, <laughs> Lee and Reese. So we've got Gas first, Michael and goal. By the looks of it, anyway. <laughs> Name the Italian scorers against Belgium from the other night. Is it Noah Mobley? Is it Chisori Mobley? Chino Mobley? Yeah. I can't remember. I watched this. I didn't watch the Spain game. I didn't watch Belgium. I watched Spain. I don't watch any. I would go. What's the big defender? What's the defender? Benucci or Chiellini? Chiellini and Immobile. It's not. It's in sign and Barella. Insigne. Unlucky. Unlucky. I mean, that's cost you. Would you like to take the? Uh, would you like to take your final? If you get this one right, Ian. Yeah, this yeah. wins you. This okay. wins you the the match. Okay. Oh, hang on. Yeah, you adjust, problems, yeah. adjust your headset. Yeah, my phone ready. It used to be funny if I lost connection. When did football 
last come home. So another way of asking it is, when did England last win a major football tournament? This is difficult. I know Scotland have not won one, um, but it's, uh, I believe it was 1966. It's the right answer, and they've won the penalty shootout 3-0. Congratulations, Team England Thank against you. Team Scotland. Italy. Wait there, guys. I'm just going to share the screen so you two can, so I can put the lyrics up on screen. Okay. We've heard that that much, we know it. Don't worry, the lyrics are there for you. So, um, guys, thank you so much Let's for listening to the podcast. <laughs> I would just like to say, how do you know it's 1966? How do you know that off the top of your head? Is that because it's all you ever go on about? Is, <laughs> is that because the year after that, 1967, um, Scotland went to Hamden, uh, went to Wembley and Humptures? Wembley. Wembley. Correct. This has been the original judo podcast. We have been talking heavyweight judo and singing us out today ahead of the England-Italy Euro final. We have true Englishmen, Lee and Reese Calder. Take it away, guys. Are we getting the music? Yeah. No, music, just, music, no music, no music, no music, no music. Oh, man. It's, it's going Rome. Rome. It's going Rome. going to Rome. It's going to Rome. It's going Football's going to Rome. I should do as much as I can do. I don't know the rest of it. That was beautiful, guys. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, guys, uh, if you've enjoyed the show... <laughs> Even if you thought it's shit, get in touch. Let us know what you thought. Um, Lee, Ian, Reese, thank you so much for giving your time. Um, if you want to come back after the games, have a chat about Lee, uh, your Olympic experience, and uh, guys, what else you thought of what was going on? That'd be amazing. I'll catch you soon.